Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Braveheart Lacrosse Show. I'm your host, Greg Marzak, and this week's episode will be recapping um, last weekend's games. Uh, I thought there were some amazing uh, matchups. It was great to see the Ivy League uh, get back on the field. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, we'll also get into some amazing matchups, not only what I think are, are the most anticipated games uh, this season uh, so far, but uh, will really set precedent for the rest of the year um, with this week's matchups uh, for February, you know, the 25th, 26th weekend. So um, first of all, shout out to Mike and the boys uh, with Omnia Practice today. That was a great effort for you guys and awesome to see you compete couple things you know we're starting to really ramp it up it was great to see you guys bring the energy as we move uh, into the last couple practices here with Omnia before you guys take the field with your high school and and, you know your school teams so that's awesome make sure you guys are hitting the wall uh, doing everything you can to prepare for this upcoming season Um, you know I think it's awesome to to and I'm really looking forward to see you guys get on the field I know you've been hyped up, getting ready for the season. Uh, some of you excited about the schedules being released. Uh, that's awesome. And, uh, yeah, best of luck this year. We still have a few more days to get ready and, and uh, you know, really um, focus in on, on what are some of your goals for this year, whether it's make the team, make varsity, um, play at states. Obviously, I, I think that any of those for any of the guys listening and, and playing – all those are, are completely aspirational, and, and what you do now um, will help you achieve those this year. So shout out to those guys uh, and all the Omnia players this year. Uh, I thought you've had some, some great off-season work. Still, like I said, a few couple days here before you get on tryouts, and uh, that'll be something really cool to see uh, how this season goes for you. Um, with regards to Omnia, the official sponsor of the Braveheart Lacrosse Show, uh, the top club lacrosse program in Michigan. Again, my opinion, what do I know? But uh, I really believe that, and I'm I'm excited to coach with them, and we've got some great guys in the program. So um, with that, we do have uh, some tryout uh, spots available, Um, so be sure to check the link in the bio, uh, omnialacrosse.com. You can also contact JD uh, for some of the opportunities if you're, you know, focusing on this upcoming uh, season that's great, but you want to take your game to the next level and play this summer, uh, feel free to reach out to us and um, we'll we'll see what opportunities we have available. So yeah, I think uh, that's that's what we have to say about that. Let's get into it. So this past weekend, um, we had some amazing games right off the top, the Georgetown Penn game, Georgetown bending, not breaking at the end, Penn staying with them. I thought, Georgetown had command of this game. Amazing defense. Um, not only because the last episode had Donaldson in, but uh, they, they, they really had control of this game. Penn, you know, kept fighting till the end, but uh, I really believe that, that if you watch the game, you could see the control. Um, so that was awesome. Great to see, see those guys do well. Next game that I'd highlight as uh, one of the top was, was Towson and Virginia. Right out of the gate, uh, Towson going up. I think it was four to one at the end of the first, and that was unexpected. I'd say um, 
Virginia does do this thing where they get down, you know, early. And I don't know if they just need it to get fired up, whatever. Uh, but they 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 have gotten down uh, first couple minutes, quarters of the game, and then they'll turn it on. But um, Towson was was up. Um, and then, you know, for anyone listening, trying to figure out uh, pace of the game, you saw they they really threw it away. I mean, the first five minutes of the second half, or I'm sorry, the second quarter, they did not have possession. They were throwing away balls. They what is they they lost the first couple, two back to back penalties went down. So then they went down by two guys. And obviously, uh, Virginia's faceoff man, uh, he went, he broke the, the school record, which was pretty cool this year. You know, sort of this full circle. Greg Grenlane was announcing the game. For any of you that don't know, he's one of the top faceoff guys in, in uh, the sport. He was announcing the game, watching another uh, legend in the making break a school record. And that was, that was really great to see. And you saw how Virginia throughout the tempo, whether they were up, you know, by seven or down by, by four or three, they didn't lose focus. They stayed under control. They were able to, whether you, you know, get two penalties, two men down, you just stay on that drive, stay on the tempo and and control the pace of the game. And Virginia really did that. I think they lead, uh, they're one of the top teams, if not the top team for, uh, ground balls, like, that's incredible, and you see that we're one of the top teams in the country, and in in possessions, they just when the ball's on the ground, there's guys swarming it to pick up the ground ball, and that you know pays dividends when you're just trying to get uh, possessions, get more shots on cage. As long as that's starting from a ground ball and picking up those possessions, uh, you know that's a really great way to structure your your team. Um, and your game strategy is to just control the ground balls, get the possessions, take the shots that are there, and if they don't go in, that's all right. We'll back it up. We'll get another shot. So Virginia, very good. I don't think anyone uh, needs to hear that again. Uh, Two-time national championship going for three. I think they're one of the favored if I look based on some people out in the desert, but uh, they are very good. And, yeah, I mean, just for Towson, you know, for anyone who – I don't know, watches it, like, you, you you can't afford dumb penalties like that. You know, guys getting ready for this year, whether you're up by two, down by two, you have to be able to control yourself on the field. You can't go out, get a penalty. You can't take dumb slashes. Um, and, and we saw that really affect Towson, even though they were up, like I said, um, sort of <laughs> riding the wave, and then you come out and just let Virginia back into the game. Um because of because of some some dumb penalties that really didn't help, um, so that was amazing. I think uh, it was cool to hear Greg Gunlian. Obviously, I, I took faceoffs in college and and you know took faceoffs myself. Hear him on the on the ones and twos. That was pretty cool. Um, I'm still debating who I think some of the top announcers in in lacrosse are. Regardless, there are some amazing. Uh, personalities and amazing knowledge of the game right now so anyone who's listening just tune in on on Saturdays at around noon to one o'clock two o'clock and pick up what the announcers are are, are saying and um, you know 
sort of metabolize it in your game, bring it in and, and figure out, digest it. What are they talking about? Where should I be on the field? Um, what are they saying that the middies off ball are doing backside? Are they cutting? Are they drifting to open space? Um, and, and start to think about that where you'll fit yourself in, in your, your team's offense for this upcoming year. Um, the amount of lacrosse that's available is, is incredible, and there's really high-level guys out there, high-level knowledge uh, that is, is covering the game, and so I think that'd be great. Um, and that's part of why I'm doing this is just to share that with you guys. So, uh, And, of course, listen to some of the teams that we talk about, right? Georgetown, if you're a defenseman, go back and listen to the episode with James Donaldson. Listen to what he talks about. L- watch those guys on the field. Um, they're 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 incredible. Listen to what they're talking about. How loud they are when they're calling out um, middies to get in and and where they need to be backing up their guys. So that's awesome. I think I wrote that about. Um, um, there were a couple times where offensive middies were getting stuck on for for Towson and Virginia, just looking to take advantage of that. That's sort of. You know, one aspect of the game when you get to college, you take a note of the personnel and you look at, oh, if we can get this offensive midi stuck far side on the clear, we can get this guy stuck in transition and he's he's got to run two, three shifts and he's just going to be tired. So we swing the ball around and you look for, for a fish and a matchup on the field that, you know, you want to take advantage of and, and position yourself to dodge on. So, or, you know, one of your top dodgers on a guy that's typically not structured to be out on the defensive side of the ball. So, um, you know, for defense, when you see that, you have to over-communicate. Tell that guy where to go. If you know there's a matchup or an um, um, offensive midi that's stuck, you got to help him. you got to talk him in on the backside and, and at least give him a chance. Okay, so uh, next couple games, Yale, uh, they're very good. That was awesome to see. Um, shout out Jason Alessi. I think that that uh, Yale program is amazing. Was fortunate to get an uh, get an opportunity to play at that facility. It's beautiful. Um, obviously, that was a little dated, but that was pretty cool. Uh, the snow game, not only with Yale having some snow, and and that was fun to see, but also the BU game uh, against Bryant. That was uh, pretty cool. Just if you haven't seen any videos. It started downpouring, and then the last, I think, fourth quarter, both games, actually, um, you know, it was white out. You couldn't see anything, and those are always fun experiences. I remember in Boston, one year, uh, we got, like, two feet of snow in the matter of, like, a day, day and a half. And, I mean, there were just tunnels, you know, so much snow up there. Um, That was a pretty cool experience, but both of those games... Something else that was uh, sort of unique about the BU game, shout out Coach Poli, uh, was the um, the shot at the. There were like three seconds left. Defender picked up the ball. I think this was for Bryant though, unfortunately. But um, Coach Poli and the, the Terriers did get the win. But took a shot. Three seconds left, and it went in like right at the end of the first or second quarter, third quarter maybe. Um, but there was time dying, and he just took that shot. Uh, that was, that was uh, sort of unique. And then lastly, um, the uh, Hopkins game, huge uh, run in the late in the third. That was a, a, a huge possession here. I'm just reading um, 
reading some notes that I have about the game. So sorry, but the late in the third quarter, goalie turns, dives, gets the possession back for him, and that was a huge uh, turn of events for them to keep it close against uh, Loyola. And so you know some of those things for young guys. Be aware, like, hey, we're down, or we really need these possessions. You're going to have to sell out just to get this ball. Fight for as tired as you are just to get that ball. We'll get the clear, and we'll trust our offense to possess the ball on the other side and give us a second, give us a chance. That way you're not having to, um, you know, you don't have to keep drawing out on defense if you lose that possession. So that was, uh, you know, something I wanted to cap and and give for for any young players who are listening, you know, get get some of these things in your mind when you're in the game. Start to think about what should I be doing? What's the game scenario here? Where should I position myself? So those were some awesome games this past weekend. Uh, some highlights, I think, that are, are out there, like we talked about. Um, Maryland, very good. I mean, they're arguably the top team in the country. But here we go. Let's just cover it. Virginia also, like I said, very good. Georgetown, I still think they're my favorite team. They're extremely talented. Uh, I think that they have a lot of deep talent. They played games close and they've won, you know, sort of wider margins. So uh, getting a little experience of both. They've shown uh, talent to beat up a a pretty good Penn team in the Ivy League. So uh, props on them. But there's going to be an amazing matchup this weekend. Uh, Notre Dame, okay, so Detroit Mercy, yikes, that was, um, I'm just going to say it, that was not a great showing. Um, Typically, we've at least kept it within, you know, 13 goals, 10 goals. This year, Notre Dame, very good, Uh, very good. And that's all I have to say about that. Um, Big Ten, Rutgers, also 4-0. Uh, so there's there's, there's uh, some talent in the Big Ten. Um, I think that we'll see how it plays out. I don't think that Rutgers, again, we'll see. And we don't want to commit too early, not knowing any, um, you know, in your conference matchup. But I think that the Big Ten, sneaky good. I think that Michigan, some people say they look good on paper against um uh, non-conference team, and then when they when they get in the conference, they sort of get beat up. We'll see how that goes. I think that Michigan's pretty good this year. Um, again, Johns Hopkins sort of bouncing back. A couple teams have bounce back games this week. We had Johns Hopkins. We had Duke. Um, you know, uh, North Carolina bounced back. They uh, played today against Brown. They had an opportunity to bounce back after that loss against Ohio State. So, yeah, sort of a bounce-back week. I mean, here we go. Now, here's something that I think is in the top 20 that maybe isn't as talked about. Um, Princeton, man, their margins uh, are very good. They put the ball in the net. They have two guys in the top um, top two of the country for points per game. Uh, I forget their name. Let me pull that up. Uh, f- with five goals a game, that's very good for them. Uh, let's look here. Sorry, it's just so I can give this out. Uh, Christian Ronda and Alex Alex Slusher, uh, they are very good. So any um, attackmen or offensemen who are listening and one who watched some some you know high talent in college, 
watch those two guys for Princeton. They are very good. Uh, Princeton bullied Binghamton and uh, Monmouth. Mac sort of getting beaten up this year. That's okay. I mean, it's the Mac. It's what happens. And then uh, Josh Wida from Michigan, also very good. Uh, he's averaging uh, over four goals a game this year. Um, but, again, we'll see how that plays out. I still think Michigan's very good. Um, Connor Davis, very good freshman. Bucknell, everyone keep an eye on him. Let me think who else. And the Kavanaugh brothers, again, uh, four goals a game for them against Detroit Mercy. Uh, again, I think that Detroit this year, unfortunately, is just in a tough position. They they. They have a lot of young talent, and they're deep, or they're not deep. Sorry, uh, they're short on the defensive side. You know, what is it? Four, three, four defensemen that are freshmen. Not to make excuses, it's just an observation. But again, on the other side, ironically, we have one of the top goalies by per save percentage in the country, which has been a staple of of Detroit Mercy, and. Uh, you know, if they just get good goalies, partially because we get a lot of shots taken, but also because they're extremely talented. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. Again, don't want to bully on them too much. I think that they have an amazing opportunity coming up with um, Marquette, something to bounce back at and get fired up for. I'm super excited. I know we have a couple home games, or, well, we'll talk about that later, but games uh, that we'll be hosting and figuring out, trying to get some... Uh, you know, alumni at, get some kids in the area to go see. So that'll be awesome. We'll get that going. They have a bye week this week, but next week they play Marquette, who I think is going to be a great matchup for them. Um, and maybe, who knows, bounce back, just like everybody else. You get an, a new opportunity, new slate, and you get to get after it. And that's the way you have to be. you got to be positive about it. The season's not over because we had a couple tough losses. So, um so let's look ahead here a little bit. Thank you. That's my recap of, of uh, sort of where we are. What are we, three weeks into the season? So what do I know? What does anyone know? Um, but, you know, that's uh, a little recap. And so for anyone who's listening, um, you know, some things in there to watch out for. Pick up on a few of the guys that I listed. Try to watch some games uh, that they're in. Um, and then we'll get into here. My thoughts on this weekend coming up and the incredible matchup that is uh, that are the incredible matchups that are brewing. So let's just get after it. Um, on Saturday at noon, Virginia and Syracuse. This is going to be uh, an incredible game. I think that it is. You know, you're starting to see. Um, some of the ACC matchups shake out, and, and we'll see how that plays out throughout the season. Um, again, prediction, Virginia's very good. They swarm, they attack the ball. Syracuse likes to run up the score. They put the ball in the back of the net. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, probably stick with Virginia on this one, maybe even uh sprinkle a little action on there maryland and princeton again we talked about maryland uh i don't think that they're that flashy of a team they're pretty not pretty they are solid fundamentals and they're not going to come out and you know do anything crazy but they are going to lull teams to death whereas princeton on the other side is 
just a running gun team. I mean, they they've put up over twenty uh, two points in both game both of their first games. So their offense is certainly talented. Now that's going up against one of the top defenses in the country, and it'll be a uh, uh, immovable object meets an unstoppable force, and we'll we'll have to see that how that collides. Um, again, two of the top conferences I think in the country going up against each other. Uh, Duke Penn, I'm gonna stick with Duke on this one. I think that that's uh, it's an interesting matchup, but I'm sticking with Duke. Uh, Rutgers and Loyola. Again, Rutgers favored in this game. I think it's going to be pretty close. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Loyola had a, a tough matchup, um, but against Johns Hopkins, they kept it close. Rutgers, I really, I mean, they beat the MAC. They beat Marist. I don't think that they're that good. Again, what do I know? Um, let me look at some of these other games. Towson and Richmond, this seems like a, a, a pretty um, even matchup. I know Towson had a tough loss against Virginia. They did come out, and if they can keep that high level of play, uh, that that'll be pretty good uh, Pretty good for them. So moving into some of the later games, uh, Notre Dame at Georgetown. This is going to be an incredible matchup. I think that we're going to see... To the so this weekend, why do I think not only this matchup but some of the other matchups I already mentioned? I think that we will be seeing these matchups, if not um, in the championship, but certainly on the championship weekend, uh, late into the spring and early summer uh, for college lacrosse. And these two teams, this is going to be, I mean, a great matchup. I'm I'm just excited to watch. I'm a fan of the game. Uh, BU and and Massachusetts. BU, I think, had some uh, some great starts this year. And, you know, go Terriers. I think that's going to be a good matchup for them. That's pretty cool what they have going on there. Um, and lastly, for, for anyone listening, Saturday, 7 p.m., Ohio State at Harvard. I think that uh, Ohio State is very talented. They, you know, they showed up against a pretty good UNC team. And uh, I think that their defense is going to bring the action uh, against Harvard. Uh, I think that Ohio State will win. I don't think that Harvard will will be able to to put up a fight. Um, not that to say that they aren't talented, but I think that Ohio State is going to um, beat them. So uh, that's a little bit about uh, this week for college lacrosse. Some incredible matchups. Thank you again for everyone listening. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out and, um, you know, ask them if you want any guests on, please let me know. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I think, like I said, in the beginning of the podcast, we have a couple weeks left before uh, high school season, at least here in Michigan. Congratulations, uh, for those guys that are getting, you know, ready for that and, and best of luck and, um, Yeah, tell your parents you love them, stay focused in school, and we'll talk to you in the next episode.